This show contains strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit MyGayAgendaPodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of abuse and addiction, bigotry in grammar enforcement, and transphobia in the United Kingdom and United States. It also contains discussion about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is that cishet people think it is we're doing. Uh, but CJ, what's on the buy schedule for today? Today we're talking with Tom Rudd! Woo! And then we're gonna play a game! (laughs) Woo! Again! (laughs) Today feels like a woo day for me. I don't even know that it's a particularly, like, it's not any better of a day than I usually experience, but it's a woo day for me. Mm, mm, I love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting the vibes that it's not a woo day for everyone, but that's okay. We're, We're meeting everybody where they're at. How are you today, Tom? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I I don't think it's a woo day for me. I don't think I've got the energy, but I'm getting there. Mm. If you could describe your day in an onomatopoeia, how would you describe <laughs> it? Uh... That was a good one. That's as good as I've got. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a really good one. Oh, I feel that. So I'd say, Jay, is that the same answer for you? Or Yeah, I'm pretty close to an uh, but I'm hoping to get to a woo. Listen, if the woo doesn't happen, that's okay. Some days gotta be a uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to settle for like a, yeah. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so Tom, want to tell us a little bit about you? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm a disabled, non-binary, queer, punk poet. Uh, I write a lot about mental health, uh, grief. Uh, queer identity and the importance of cuddles. Oh, so important. Beautiful. Can I ask what it means to be a punk poet? I don't think I've heard that before. Uh, yeah, of course. It's, um, well, I'm an anarchist, so I uh, kind of everything I do infuses with that kind of energy. Mm. And I also consider myself a punk outside of poetry as well. So, like, I've got the patch jackets, I've, you know, I've got a uh, black flag in my Spotify playlists. And yeah, that kind of um, ethos permeates mm. what I write about as well. Mm. I've got a lot of really angry poems about how shit the government is and, <laughs> you know, how it should be torn down. Yes, I I absolutely love that. And that's because uh, Jay and I are both theater artists who have like written shows before. And that always cracks me up when people are like, oh, I wish you'd just like take your politics out of your work. And it's like, the work does not exist without the politics. <laughs> oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Have you seen recently that people are getting mad that Rage Against the Machine are too political? What? <laughs> rage Against I... the Machine. I just yeah. got so outraged I turned into that Disturbed song. Uh... 
did they think? What did they think the name of the band meant? I don't what know. Machine? Maybe it was ironic. <laughs> Were they thinking about like, ah, oh, yeah, I also hate when the ATM glitches. Like, what? Oh God! It's <laughs> it's probably like the exact same type of person who will be like, "This technology is garbage. The technology doesn't work." And it's like, "Did you try clicking the button that like is clearly stated as the button?" And they're like, "No." It's like, well, <laughs> well, that was the answer. <laughs> what if Rage Against the Machine songs were all about how we should all be texting less and talking to each other more? Oh my God! <laughs> uh, I would, I would faint. I would just absolutely faint on the ground. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Tom, want to lead us on your queer journey? Yeah, sure. Um, well, it started when I was around 15 or 16. Um, I was uh, uh, I was just going to college, uh, which isn't college in America. It's like the step before that. Uh, we okay. have university in place of college here. Mm. So... Um, yeah, college is like the middle one between school and yeah, the big one. So Got I it. was I, I I was fresh faced coming into college and um I started really wondering why all the guys were just so fucking cute. And <laughs> um I came to the realization that I must be gay. So I came out as gay immediately without any kind of thought. And I was just the gay kid and it was wonderful. And then I realized that I still liked girls. So mm. then I came out as bi. Hey, and there you yeah, go. <laughs> each, each one was in, as enthusiastic as the last. It was, it was, it was a wonderful time. And when Love I say that. wonderful, I really mean dreadful because, oh my God, being, sure. being a queer kid in any country is just not great. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I kind of just had more questions and more questions. So I kept asking. And when the people didn't have the answers I was looking for, I went online and I joined forums. And yeah, now my identity is an entire sentence with a comma. <laughs> <laughs> so I just say I'm queer because it's so much easier. It yeah. is. It's such a handy word. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's it, it's. Yeah. Um, so in, uh, to, to give you the full thing, I am an ethically non-monogamous, uh, non-binary, agender, panromantic, asexual. Amazing. Wonderful. I love That's all those. fucking mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry, I missed one out. I'm a pan reciprocal asexual. There we go. That's it. Done. Oh. Fuck it. I, even I forget some of it sometimes. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Sorry, is panreciprocal all one word? I don't, I don't know um, that I'm familiar. No, there are two hyphens in there. Got it. <laughs> two. Yes. So it's uh, panromantic and reciprocal, but I smushed them together because again, it's easier. Mm, got it. Got it. Anything to make my life a little bit easier is, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> oh sure. I mean, hyphens are our friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hyphens, commas, and occasionally a semicolon. <laughs> I I found myself uh, recently uh, speaking to a group of teenagers uh, at like a queer event, and um, like I I like it was like a 
uh, a, a more closed event. So I was like, all right, let me give you the whole kit and caboodle. Um, and I like, usually I just say like, oh, I'm non-binary. Um, but like, as I was, I was like, okay, so I'm transgender. Specifically, I'm non-binary. Specifically, I'm androgene. And specifically, that means that I feel that my gender is an androgynous. And like, I, it was like five minutes and I'm like, so anyway, I'm not boy, not girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I found it in my experience, it's best to lead with that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love queer because it's like, yeah, sometimes it feels like to get into all the details, you have to break out like a business card. <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> yeah, qu- queer is great because depending on who you're talking to, to, to other queer people, you're immediately safe. And yes. to cishet people, you're immediately not normal. Yeah, it, it's not like if it's not like if you bust out the whole sentence. Like, it, there's not going to be a bigot who's like, "Oh, you're calling yourself queer? Like, ew, I hate that." Oh, okay, you're a bisexual, non-binary, transgender person. Now that you've given me that vocabulary, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but more or less. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no point explaining to people that don't care. And that mm. won't make the effort to learn anyway. Mm. So queer is a good just offhand thing to throw at people that you don't want to spend energy on. As well yeah. as people that you want to indicate to, to, to that you are a safe person and that, you know, you share some experiences. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword and that's why I like it. Yeah. Mm. It's awesome. Um, so I uh, before recording, you indicated that uh, you have a book of poetry coming out and that you might perhaps read one of the poems on the program yeah of course um so the book is out it's been out since april which is terrifying to me and that's awesome it's, congrats um, thank you it's uh, it's my debut poetry collection it's called i am a thing of rough edges Ooh. <laughs> that's extremely and, uh, good that was really well synchronized <laughs> Jay and I do that sometimes. Oh, <laughs> We're basically the same it. person. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a collection of poetry that I've written in the last three years because I've only been writing and performing for almost three years. It's three years in July, which is an incredible prospect, to be honest. And yeah, it's, it's full of uh, my journey. It's got some queer poems. There's a lot of mental health in here. There's a section on grief. And uh, also the importance of cuddles that I mentioned at the start is also in here. <laughs> Always is, worth yes. re-mentioning. If cuddles yes. are extremely important. Absolutely. Signed. <laughs> yeah. Like I get if the, there are some people for whom cuddles are not their bag and I get it. No worries. Sometimes I'm not in a cuddle mood. But when you're in that cuddle mood, ooh, the cuddles <laughs> hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm asexual, so like cuddles are like the most I'm usually willing to do like, i'll mm. make out with someone but like cuddles are where it's at mm. yeah mm. cuddles are the place love a snug absolutely <laughs> so the meme where oh you think sex is so great if you tried cuddling yeah <laughs> good have question you, have you just wrapped your arms around somebody and if you happen to hypothetically be shorter than your partner, just wrap yourself around their back like a little backpack or a jetpack. <laughs> uh, like you're about to blast off into the cuddle zone. I want to blast <laughs> off into the cuddle zone. Blasting off to the cuddle zone is extremely good. And I highly <laughs> recommend it if, if, if you got somebody for whom you can blast off into the cuddle zone with. 
I ten out of ten. Put, oh, I should have put Cuddlezone in the poem. <laughs> the, the, the poem is called Cuddle Drive, so close. Oh. But yeah, no, Cuddlezone would have been a really good one to put in. Whoops. Liz, there's a bunch of different uh, transportation methods for cuddles. Yeah, well, just sequel poem, Highway to the Cuddle Zone. <laughs> yes! I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> we did it, Jay. Almost four years into the podcast, we have been a muse. <laughs> Collaborative <laughs> art. <laughs> we um. did it. We made our art. <laughs> well, I've not made it yet. I'll let you know if I if I have any luck with it. But I've written it down. <laughs> Fair enough. You you let us know when we made an art. <laughs> of course, of course. I leave that to you. <laughs> Thank you. I will definitely do that. Thank you. Uh, so so, what poem do you have for us? Um, so the poem I've got is uh, so first content warning for uh, mention of abuse and addiction. And um, it's called Things I Probably Shouldn't Put in My Tinder Bio. <laughs> and instead of explaining it, I'll just, uh, I'll just read it for you. Yeah. I was born in 1996 as Thomas Mark Crossland. Birthed into this melting pot of violence and addiction, by the time I was three, I had scars from operations and... Scars from accidents and scars. I don't remember any of it. My memory doesn't stretch back into single digits. My mother, in her infinite wisdom, didn't quite like the way that rolled off the tongue, so I became Thomas Mark Rudd. I'm not sure why she kept the middle name a match to cauterize the wound, perhaps, so I figured that enough was enough. I couldn't keep being this reminder of his neglect. By 13, I had dabbled in churches, New Age prayer circles, Christian rock bands, and when I realised I was queer, I got my first silver chip. You see, fire and brimstone is a hell of a thing when you're being tempered in the heat. By 17, I was a lot more queer and a lot more into hurting myself, so I dropped the chip and went back to church, and I started smoking and fucking and fucking and smoking and... I've always been ace, so I was never really into it. It's just what the cool kids were doing, and fuck, did I want to be cool. Meanwhile, the smoking turned into drinking, and the drinking turned to drugs, and then back into drinking, and still into smoking, and back into hurting myself in every way that I could, and thinking, no, knowing that I could never do any good. So while I struggled to pick up the pieces of my life from the plush carpet of my parents' disappointment. I pieced together a phone and used the flashlight to spill ink from rotting ribs. I turned myself inside out and started writing, cataloguing every flaw, every mistake, to improve. That's where I am now. Strapped down to stainless steel, open and bloody and raw. A dissection of lapses of judgment. An arterial map of mistakes and regrets, frayed nerves and crossed wires. I don't call myself Thomas anymore. I think that person died when I decided to take responsibility. When I cracked 
my ribs open, they oozed out onto the floor. Spoiled ink from a broken pen, I'm not quite sure what I am yet. I guess what I'm trying to say is... Hi, I'm Crow. 24, non-binary, York. Not interested in hookups. I'm passionate about hand-holding. And the destruction of capitalism. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. That was amazing. Oh, thank I you. I have uh, chills. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was lovely. Oh, thank you for letting me read and do what I do. So thank you. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I just don't know what else to say about it. Go buy, go buy their book. <laughs> go, <laughs> Thank go, walk, don't run. Um, so, Tom, what is something you would like to tell cishet people for the very last time, and then you never have to talk about it again? Oh, oh. singular they has been in use longer than singular you. Mm. Mm-hmm. My pronouns are correct. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> there it is. That's it. <laughs> like the punctuation there. <laughs> Full stop. God, the the amount of people who have been like I, I saw something recently where somebody was like, oh well the sentence like singular they can't exist. The sentence they is going to the store is incorrect. And it's like what? Yeah, because you failed to conjugate the, <laughs> the <laughs> verb. Basic grammar, people. <laughs> it's grammatically incorrect because you wrote it incorrectly, grammatically speaking. Mm. <laughs> Your failure to conjugate is not a failure on my end. It's it's so funny how the people who are, like, obsessed with grammar, which is always rooted in, like, classism yeah. and uh, racism, uh, also aren't very good at grammar. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Ask them what an adverb is. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost ironic when you think about it. Yeah. But like in a painful way. Yes. And it must be particularly difficult for you, Tom, as a writer to be faced with that argument. Like, this is oh. my job. What do you mean? <laughs> it's, it's really funny because poetry is what you make of it. So I can write a poem with every single word, word spelt incorrectly if I want to. And mm. it will still be valid as a poem because that's mm. how poetry works. Mm. I can literally do what the fuck I want with language. And yeah, anybody that disagrees with me doesn't get the spirit of poetry. So I could just, yeah, say fuck off. Yeah. And and dare I say, like, language as a concept, like... Oh, I I used to, you know, in high school, when one wants to be cool, then they get super nitpicky about grammar. Um, At least that's how it was in my circles. Um, But then at a certain point, it's like, okay, you spelled that wrong. Did I understand you? Great. We communicated. That's how language works. Like, (laughs) it doesn't fucking matter if someone forgot an apostrophe. It doesn't fucking matter if they used the wrong form of your. Like, Mm -hmm. if I know what you're saying... We did it. We did a communication. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, like like you said, it's uh, the, being 
a stickler for grammar is rooted in classism and racism. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of criticism there is against uh, African-American vernacular English for not being like proper speaking, like proper to whom? Oh, they've not been to Ireland then. Mm. What's that? No, they've not been to Ireland because you go there, you've got, oh my God, it's some of the most difficult to understand English you can find in the world, but it's still correct. Mm hmm. You know, like Irish English is still a valid language, and yeah, I've lost where I was going with that. But I was agreeing with you. I was agreeing with you. That was my point. No, it, I I think like the takeaway is like just because it's perhaps part of a different culture than the other, it doesn't make one more correct than the other. They're just both different cultures and therefore different ways of communicating. Yes, that's it. Exactly, yeah. Because language is a co- social construct. Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> I, I, I've already induced one existential crisis on a podcast. I don't want to make one here. <laughs> Everything is a social construct. <laughs> Literally, oh. <laughs> you don't no, even have you don't even have to inflict a crisis. I'm already there. Everything <laughs> is a social construct: money, marriage, gender, like language. If you could think of it nine times out of ten, it's a fucking social construct. It's what we make of it, and it <laughs> differs from region to region. Oh yeah, social no, I, I, I broke I broke a podcast a few you weeks ago by talking about this. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard of 22 Minutes. It's uh, He's a podcaster out of uh, Massachusetts. Lovely, lovely guy. Big plug if you like him. If you like mental health podcasts, go listen to that. It's Ooh, wonderful. Yeah. He's really good. But yeah, no, I broke him because I recorded an episode with him recently. And we, we got onto the social construct thing. And yeah, no, I just didn't stop for like five minutes. <laughs> and I'm not sure how much of that's going to make it into the episode. But yeah, no. Existential crises inbound. Well, if you don't find it on that show, you can find it here. Nothing is real. Respect people first. If somebody says that their pronouns are they, them, it doesn't fucking matter whether or not you think it's correct. (laughs) Hallelujah. The only reason to prompt somebody on something they said, like, to correct or clarify, is to clarify and make sure you know what they mean. Or if your friend made a particularly funny typo, and then that's the name of the group chat now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. That's it. That's it. Yes. Amazing. Uh, so, Tom, what is on your gay agenda? Ooh, world domination. Yeah. yeah. Queer supremacy. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a more realistic answer is for me to just be honest be loud and help you know queer acceptance become a thing because that's important absolutely but but also the other stuff (laughs) yeah yeah, no no we we can't neglect world domination and queer supremacy those are there truly Um, they lead into each other yeah like macro micro yeah 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 small picture (laughs) When queer people dominate the world, then being honest with oneself will follow. True. Yeah. It's uh, it's there in the blueprints. It's like our whole thing. 
Yeah, that's sort of yeah. what we do. I'm not saying we're all instantly really good at it, but it, that you know, at our core, sure. we get there. We get there. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that I I love like the I I I truly feel at slash agree that uh, being loud is uh, a tool against attempts to silence us um and to like make us like dishonest about who we are to fit a mold um i had somebody like you know uh, people say this all the time but recently somebody said to me like oh i don't know why people have to like like celebrities have to come out as queer like why can't we just like accept that there are queer people in the world and not make a big deal of it and it's like well um i don't know if you've read the news uh (laughs) but there are other people besides me who are making a big deal of this, mm. um, to say the very least. And uh, when that's the case, then I'm sort of inclined to uh, yell back and be like, "No, actually, don't don't do that." Absolutely, yeah. In in my case, um, in the UK, uh, we had mm. a law uh, called Section Twenty Eight that uh, prohibited uh, the discussion of homosexuality in schools. Uh, so it couldn't be taught as any kind of, even in a neutral way or a positive way. And that law has only been uh, repealed as of a couple of decades ago, like 20 to 30 years, maybe. So we've had... Oh, yeah. That was was a that long... a Margaret Thatcher move? It was a Margaret Thatcher move, oh, yeah. uh, Fucking knew it, so fucker. <laughs> we've, we've had no education. There's no education on the queer existence. So mm. it's up to us to do that. It, yeah. It's up to us to educate the world and to inform people so we can get the queer acceptance so we can then move on to it not being a big deal if a celebrity comes out as gay or mm. trans. But until that day comes, we need to be loud. We need to be visible because we're still being s- slaughtered across the globe. It's mm-hmm. still illegal to be gay in several countries. Mm. And that's not going to go away anytime soon, especially if we start being quiet. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, the the U.S. has uh, uh, started where it's. Uh, I follow a couple of uh, folk like trans folks in the U.K. on Twitter, and it seems that the U.S. is uh, following the U.K. in just trying to do a bunch of anti-trans legislation all at the same time. Yeah, I've been seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, in in what appears to be an attempt to other us and to silence us and to uh, make us into a debate topic where it was like, they're like, oh, well, you need to have, Tennessee just passed where you need to have signage in your business if you are planning on allowing people to use your restrooms regardless of their gender identity, if you're allowing trans people in your restrooms. And it's like, this was never a problem. There have been trans people in the restrooms, and I know that because I've been in restrooms um, with with no problem. Mm. Um, and it was never a problem. You've always been doing this. Uh, it You just thought it was a problem because now there's a bunch of places trying to pass laws against it. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, I've been watching, like, in Texas, for example, who uh, I can't remember her name, but there's a 13-year-old uh, trans girl who spoke oh, yeah. to the... Uh, senate i believe 
she spoke at an official like government thing in Texas to try to defend uh, trans people and stop them from passing some anti-trans legislation. Yeah, and, and they I'm did not it anyway. Sure if, yeah, they did it anyway because it it was a revenge against the Democrats blocking one of their bills earlier in the year. Mm. And yeah, yeah, it's just we are uh, playground insults to them. We are we yeah. are things to be lobbed around during break time. Yeah. And yeah, not real people with real lives that are being impacted by mm-hmm. these very ignorant decisions. Which is why we're gonna be fucking loud. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that gay agenda item. Yes, yes, yes. Scream, scream. for pride. <laughs> Just spend uh, all absolutely. of June screaming. <laughs> Oh, that was the goal. That was the intention. <laughs> I feel like I've been screaming for like a year. <laughs> truly. Truly. Uh, Jay, you want to lead us off into the game? Here I am. Jay, the camp counselor. Um, I, I, I do have to make that joke every time. I love that and so much. I would be hurt if you didn't. <laughs> and today I brought a game that is uh, less of like a competitive type of game like we've been doing. Um, and more of like, I think, a camp activity. Um, I have brought one of my very favorite games in the world to the podcast today, which is very self-indulgent and I hope it works. Um, we're going to play exquisite corpse which is very evil sounding um but (laughs) it is a surrealist game made by the art movement and it can be done with visual art or with words we are going to be using words today it is an auditory podcast um i don't know what the alternative to auditory podcast is like i said i am uh in a in a place some people are doing video podcasts now. Which, That's just a okay. video. Which is a video, but I digress. <laughs> um, so like in a visual exquisite corpse, it's kind of like that thing where uh, one person draws like a head and then somebody else comes in and draws a torso and somebody else draws the legs and you don't see what everyone's doing, but you create this collaborative, beautiful mess, an exquisite corpse, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to write a poem using this technique um and it's a bit like a mad lib so it's still extremely low stakes (laughs) we love low stakes so i'm going to start by asking um both of you for four adjectives each tom would you like to go first oh no you go first all right let me think okay four adjectives yes okay special red um, chewy, <laughs> blank. Heck yeah! All right. Angry. Yeah. Dazzling. Yes. Witty. Okay. And obnoxious. <laughs> Damn! You came out with all these great ones, and I'm like chewy red. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm the poet. I've got a reputation to uphold. <laughs> CJ, are you thinking about candy? I might be thinking about candy. <laughs> candy isn't blank, to be fair. <laughs> um, all right, and I'm going to just write mine in. Um, am I looking around my room? 
Yes. Who could say? <laughs> All right, and now we need four nouns each. Four nouns each. Uh, did you want me to go first again, Tom? Or if you'd like. Four nouns. Air. Bat. Like the animal. <laughs> Is convenience a noun? Yeah. Convenience. Glitter. Glitter. <laughs> uh, all right. Mountain. Okay. Hmm. Confusion. Ooh. Arrival. Ooh. And cigarette. <laughs> That's just a Rufus Wainwright song. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> All right, we're almost done. I just need two verbs each. Two verbs. Any any um, tense you would like. Okay. Am I going to make one of mine tense? Yes. <laughs> um, I'll go first again and say um, exploring and eight. Like the past tense of eat. Beautiful. Surprising. Surprising. Impress. Impress. All right. We have our poem. So yeah, I, I used a, a classic exquisite corpse um, format where it's the sentence structure is adjective, noun, verb, adjective, noun. All right. And I just tried to split it equitably and I put it all together in a pre-made format. So... I wasn't choosing where words went. I just filled them in. And we have our poem. Are you ready? Let me get my snapping fingers ready. Because I know this (laughs) one's going to slam so hard. I'm going to want to slap. Snap. I'll also want to slap my hands together to clap. (laughs) Snap, slap, and clap. (laughs) Just like Elle Woods described it. (laughs) All right. Angry bones exploring sickly arrival. Promiscuous air surprising chewy rumination. Special mountain tense witty convenience. Sorry. Special mountain tense witty convenience. Dazzling teeth ate queer cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that! (laughs) Lovely bat impress blank rage. Red confusion culminates obnoxious glitter. I think we wrote a poem about the queer experience. Truly. (laughs) I think we did. That was amazing. If red confusion culminates obnoxious glitter doesn't describe thing. What what was the cigarette line again? That was again. Lovely oh no, dazzling teeth ate queer cigarette. That's the queer experience. That's fucking (laughs) it. I love this. I'm gonna put this on my wall. <laughs> Truly, I, yeah. I actually, I actually really like this. This was really cool. Damn, we truly made a art. We made a art. Thank you for <laughs> indulging me. Um, exquisite corpse in all forms, visual and um, verbal, uh, is like one of my favorite games in the whole wide world. I love collaborative art, so thank you so much. Yeah, I'm also a massive fan, so thank you as well. This is We're beautiful. gonna have to post that poem on our website when it 
when it please, premieres. Please, please do, yeah, please do. Because like, oh, yeah, dear I'll, God, I'll, I'll, I'll share the fuck out of it. If I can, <laughs> if I can uh, get my the health in check, I want to make some art to go with it. Yes. Oh, nice. oh my Visual God. art. I my art to art to go with the art. <laughs> <laughs> I made an art art. art <laughs> it's an art art. Art art art. Art art. art I'm a seal. Better, but yeah, art <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, Tom. Um, anything you'd like to plug? Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I could plug a few things. Uh, like I said, I've got a book. Um, I am a thing of rough edges. It's uh, on sale on the Whiskey and Beards face, uh, web store. It's uh, whiskeyandbeards.co.uk. And they have uh, international shipping. So no matter where you are, you can order it if you want. It's six pounds which I think equates to about $5, maybe, maybe a bit, a bit less than $5. Me? Um, I've also got, I'm also very active on social media. Um, Anxious Anarchist Poetry on Facebook. Uh, Stuff Punks Do with an X on both Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Let me just say, you, you secured some pretty damn good usernames back there. Thank yeah. <laughs> like that's an art form I, I am quite proud of them that's true <laughs> if you want to help create an exquisite corpse poem tweet an adjective noun or verb at me on twitter at underscore glitter goblin underscore and if you want to help them create an exquisite corpse maybe don't contact them through social media <laughs> you'll probably want to find a bit more subtle way to do that and <laughs> be prepared for me to just panic <laughs> that's true of your twitter too though <laughs> yes yeah 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 you can find my gay agenda on apple Podcasts, spotify twitcher i keep saying twitcher it's stitcher <laughs> God damn it. i i'm friends with too many twitch streamers and that mm. just bleeds into like everything i say now um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and probably a bunch of other podcatchers beside whichever one is your podcatcher of choice. Uh, why not throw us a rating? Uh, leave a comment, throw stars, whatever the systems are on the various ones. Um, maybe Stitcher runs on, like, stitches. You have to actively sew something. I don't know. I don't go on it. Um, you can find us on social media, uh, facebook.com slash mygayagenda on uh, Twitter and Instagram at My Gay Agenda Podcast. Or no, sorry. Instagram, they're both Gay Agenda Cast now. I remembered <laughs> I, I I wound up making them the same thing. I just forgot which same thing I went with. So again, Twitter and Instagram are both Gay Agenda Cast. And if you want even more content from us, if you want more art... Uh, or art art in some occasions, uh, you can join us on patreon.com slash mygayagenda, and uh, we release bonus content at least once a month, um, and you can join us on there, much like Rachel, Dazzling Teeth Higgins, Quentin J. Alexander, Tiny Sneal, and Jim Nolan. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Change the world. Love yourself. Make some art. Snap, clap, and slap for some art. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> or just say art, art, art over and over again. So you sound like a seal. That's good for a laugh. And that itself is a art. You did it. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our gay agenda. <laughs> <laughs>